Polish traditions. Some may find Polish traditions a bit strange, maybe even borderline bizarre, but they're definitely worth learning about. And since I'm recording in November, I'm just going to start from on shaky. November 29th is Andrew's Day on Jakey. This tradition is celebrated before Christmas in Poland. And on that day, people eat and drink as much as they want. And then they go out dancing in hopes of finding their significant other. Okay, I'm not sure how I feel about that personally, but let's just go with it. So the legend is, is that on the 29th of November, in the middle of the night, St. Andrew's duty was to help young girls find who their husbands would be. The good fortune telling happens in a group of friends. So the way that this works is if you're a girl, you have to meet with your girlfriends and guys would meet with their male friends. The reason for this is if you already have a girlfriend or boyfriend and they find out that they won't be your future husband or wife, it may obviously cause issues to your relationships. So some of the things that are done on this day is pouring wax through a keyhole into a tub or container of cold water and this is supposed to be a prophecy for next year not sure how this goes hand in hand with determining who your significant other will be but you take the wax figure and then you sort of analyze the shadow of it I remember doing this as a kid and just never really understood why I was doing it I think I was just really amazed by the whole process a few other activities are a shoe race. So everyone who wants to participate goes into the group. They take off their shoes. Your next task would be to go to the furthest wall from the door and start putting one shoe in front of the other, one at a time in the direction of the door. The first shoe that crosses the doorstep belongs to the person that will soon change his or her marital status. Not sure how reliable that is, but I guess it's fun to think about. Okay, and then the last activity that you would play on that day is literally picking the name of your future husband or wife. So you take a piece of paper and you write as many names, usually of the opposite gender, as you can. I mean, Poland's progressive. You can do it whichever way you want. But anyways, the paper is usually in the shape of a heart. And then you give it back to your friends and you let them put a pin into the back of the paper. The name which is the closest to the pin is your future husband or wife's name. In a lot of Polish regions, you put the pin in the paper yourself. This is a weird one because it will remind you of voodoo, but this is all good fortune. Okay, so December 6th. Mikawaiki, St. Nicholas Day. This has to be every child's favorite tradition. A little bit of a background on St. Nicholas. He was a good and generous man and inherited a lot of money. And what he did was he just gifted those who are less fortunate. He died on the 6th of December, and this is why the celebration of St. Nicholas started this day. It is also celebrated in other countries, so it's not just a Polish tradition, but it's celebrated in Belgium, Slovenia, Slovakia, the Czech Republic, Croatia. 
And what happens on that day is that kids wake up to find gifts under their pillows. So when they wake up, they'll find toys, they'll find candy, they'll find fruit. Schools will often organize Secret Santa and they'll throw little parties for the kids. So December is quite the win for a lot of children in Europe. Okay, so Christmas for many is celebrated by eating turkey and ham and drinking, but for millions of Polish people, the main festive meal is on Christmas Eve, and it's called Vigilia, which means wakefulness. You and your closest family members will gather around the table even as long as midnight. The superstition is that everything that happens on December 24th will have an impact on the following year. So people just try very hard to be positive, to stay productive. They'll clean, they'll prepare food, and they will definitely try to avoid arguing and fighting. Most Polish people will consider Vigilia the most important festive family gathering right after Easter breakfast. Another thing that happens before the feast is setting the table. So it's super important because we always make sure that there's an extra seat at the table with all the necessary plates and cutlery. And it symbolizes as a seat for the unexpected guests and has to be kept unoccupied during the whole evening. Like I said, it's done symbolically, but many believe that the spirits of their ancestors will visit their homes on that night. On Vigilia, before you eat, you have to share the apuatek, which is a wafer, sort of like the one you would receive at church during Mass. So what you do with the wafer is you go around to your family members and everyone breaks off a small piece and exchanges good fortune before eating it. It's an extremely beautiful gesture. Polish people would also bring the Christmas wafer to school, even to their workplace to share all the wishes with their friends and colleagues. So all the people that did not join them on that special day. So traditional Vigilia contains of 12 dishes for the 12 months of the following year, and each dish should be tasted just a bit. Meat is actually forbidden on the whole day of December 24th. And meat dishes are served on the next two days. So we celebrate Christmas from December 24th until the 26th. So the 25th and the 26th, you can eat all the meat you want. Many people are also fasting the whole day before Vigilia supper starts. This was meant to be also as a test of strength and durability, seen as having an impact on the following year. So Maybe this is why some people do end up overeating. So even though traditionally it is a 12 course meal, reality is, is that it's normally eight, maybe six to eight. People today, they just don't have that much time to prepare so much food. Um, but some of the things that you will find during Vigilia are different types of soup. So traditionally, I remember my family would always serve either beet soup or mushroom soup. You should also have at least one dish that's composed of cabbage. So for example, cabbage with mushrooms or cabbage with peas or various dishes with 
cabbage as a filling. Another interesting food would be kluski, which is like a thick pasta. In Polish, we call this kutia, and it's a dish that you serve with poppy seeds. I remember it being a sweet dish when my mom made it. So she would actually take the noodles, she would put the poppy seeds in with honey, and I think it was walnuts and orange. So it's quite interesting. Pierogi, of course, potato and cheese, cabbage, mushroom, anything but meat pierogi. Also a very popular dish would be croquette. Croquette, think of them as like the Chinese spring roll, but maybe with a different filling. Traditional filling would be mushrooms with cabbage. So the main course meal should be baked fish or fried fish. So some people will serve salmon. A very traditional fish is carp. A lot of people hate it as it has a lot of bones, but it's a very traditional fish that is served during Vigilia. And of course, you can have little side dishes. Popular side dishes would be herring, like a cold herring salad with sour cream and apples. It's actually delicious and you eat it with bread and butter. There are a lot of different meals you can prepare. I'm living in Australia, so, you know, to make all this hot food, it's quite intense because December is our summer. So we just stick with shrimp and smoked salmon. But depending on where you live, you can really, you know, prepare anything. So after dinner, if you're still, <laughs> if you're still awake and you've digested, it's also tradition to go to midnight mass. Of course, you can save going to church for the next day, which would be Christmas morning or, you know, you don't have to go to church at all. But if you're very traditional, you would go to Pasterka, which is just midnight mass. So that was probably quite a bit to wrap your head around. But I personally believe that it's worth understanding all these different traditions, especially if you plan to live in Poland. You'll observe people and you'll get an understanding of why things are the way they are. And if you're lucky, maybe you'll even get to participate and experience these things. Like, how cool would that be? I miss all of those things because I haven't lived in Poland for three years. So just talking about it brings back so many memories. Anyways, there is more where that came from. I have a part two coming, so stick around because it gets even wackier. Thanks so much for listening and I'll see you later.